If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope all is going well with you out there here in the heartland talking about all the changes with insurance and healthcare, the healthcare industry. I tell you what, it's difficult to stay on top of it all of the time, but uh, we do our best. And lately we've been putting together a ongoing benefit series for you, helping you understand the difficulties coming in open enrollment. We had a presidential election that people are still trying to grasp what those uh, changes are going to mean for you and for your health care. And so We've got uh, another part of our ongoing series to try and give you the peace of mind of knowing exactly what is out there uh, for you and what you can do to stay on top of it. And this week's show is going to be focused on helping the senior citizens out there. We are in open enrollment right now. This is something that is incredibly important for a lot of us out there. And um, it's uh, in particular for the 10,000 people every day qualifying for Medicare. So the topic of this week's show, healthcare planning for seniors. And this is really important. This goes beyond just your Medicare coverage. We're going to be spending some time discussing some strategies that you can utilize uh, to help you save and plan for retirement. A lot of folks don't understand the the fact that healthcare costs can be one of the largest uh, things that uh, can strap a retirement savings account, and so that's why so excited to have Stuart Sloan and our uh, contributor here this week. We're going to be spending some time talking about, uh, for example, dollars and cents, maybe how much you might need to uh, budget for in your retirement. And so, Stuart, welcome once again to the show. Hope all is going well with you uh, down in your neck of the woods. Excited for this program today because we've been talking about these issues many, many times. And so I'll just uh, go ahead and get us started um, and uh, pose the first question, which is what does an, an average person, an average senior, uh, what will you spend in your senior years for health care? Do you know that dollar? Number? <clears throat> yep, actually I do. Um, <clears throat> the healthier you are, the more money that you'll you'll need to save for health care and retirement. You know the whole the whole goal right now for seniors, uh, particularly baby boomers that are that are um, aging into the senior years, is to stay you know healthy the longest they possibly can. <clears throat> Excellent health, ironically, can actually raise an individual's you know life healthcare spending. So, for example, uh, healthcare comprises about one third of spending for Americans 60 years and up, according to uh, Credit Suisse. So while a healthy 65-year-old man needs to save about $144,000 a year, a healthy woman of the same age uh, needs to put away $156,000 to achieve the same goal. 
So, you know, these figures for healthy men and women are fairly consistent uh, with projections from, from other resources like Fidelity, uh, Employee Benefit Research Institute. So the numbers don't surprise us, but, you know, it, it, it really uh, uh, shows the constancy of the increase in medical costs, you know, across all age brackets. Hmm. Wow. So it's something – do you think people do a good enough job of um... – I guess identifying and understanding these issues before they uh, get to get to the point where it's too late. Well, that's really a good question. Um, you know, the question is how much have they saved up until their senior years for all their other needs, and then as they approach their their senior years, have they put away enough given whatever their health situation happens to be? You know, when they are sixty five and above for what those needs are going to be. So I guess the short answer to your question, uh, Sean, is no, the majority of folks have not, uh, and really are not familiar with the kind of figures that we're, we're you know, shooting back and forth here today. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons why is because, um, well, I think life expectancy, I, I don't know if people take into account realistically, maybe because they don't want to think about it, but... Um, you know, the actual life expectancy that they might have. Uh, do you know what the current life expectancy is on a hypothetical couple uh, that yes. would, are both 65? Yeah, uh, hypothetical couple who are both age 65, a life expectancy of 85 for the male and 87 for the female. That reflects higher mortality rates. Uh, this was released to us last year by the Society of Actuaries. So we know people are living longer. The point that you're making here, Sean, which is a good one, is are they prepared, you know, to to live longer, uh, you know, during these uh, these years? Well, and I, I would almost argue that uh, they might think that they are, but they're not. And yeah. I think that's a, a difficult challenge, especially given the fact that you said, what was it, one third of their costs after retirement go towards health care? Is that right? Yep. Wow. Which is a surprise for for most seniors who have been able to budget for all their needs when they were under 65. Here they are now over 65 and having to look at their bottom lines in terms of what they're uh, being forced to allocate uh, for, for health care costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's um, and I would I would say that um, maybe it's because they they uh, think that Medicare or Social Security is going to to take uh, take care of them for all of these things. But. As we've covered on this show before, um, there are still significant out-of-pocket costs that come with going Medicare. Um, yeah, and that's and those are false assumptions, Sean, as you well know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what about um, Medicare Part B? Medicare Part B, uh, should I or should I not, and why? I know that's kind of a choice that they might have. <clears throat> that's the old Shakespearean line. Uh, to be or not to be. Well, in Medicare, it's, you know, should I I take part B or not? During the past few years, many older adults have watched their Medicare premiums rise and the value of their investments fall. So people are looking to save as much money as possible. Many people are declining part B when they should not be doing that. Uh, You know, Medicare part A uh, basically is inpatient hospital care. Medicare part B helps cover doctor visits and other outpatient treatment. So getting back to the better, uh, Medicare Part um, B issue, uh, to skip enrollment, uh, you you face extra uh, permanent fees to your monthly payment 
up to 10% for each full year that you don't opt for Medicare Part B. How many, so folks, a, how many folks find themselves in that situation? Many, unfortunately. Many, hmm. many, many, many. So what do you think they should be doing um, as they're in like the 63-year-old range? Should they be uh, having these conversations? Um, what, is there just there a really lack of awareness? I don't their, really understand. Their, it, it is a lack of awareness. They should be looking at their bottom lines at those pre-Medicare ages. You know, what are they spending for their out-of-pocket medical expenses on average a year? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the conditions that they're going for medical treatment, uh, are they chronic conditions? Are there ongoing uh, situations where they're taking a lot of meds or seeing a lot of uh, specialists or, or uh, their primary care physician. You know, what's their actual out-of-pocket costs? And then uh, and then factor in what those potentially are going to be, you know, beyond age 65. So, yeah, it's a conversation they need to have with themselves, their families, their spouses, uh, you know, perhaps with with their insurance agent. Uh, or financial advisor in terms of what they need to look forward to in terms of these costs, you know, at at age 65 and older. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because we're talking tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars that they should have set aside. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, this is not something to uh, take lightly, is it, folks? No, that's for sure. Okay. um, Anything else on these these three topics? Uh, before we transition, no, I, I think we identified the numbers. What really needs to be set aside for a, a male or female, you know, the hypothetically 65 example we just gave. Um, and I think you need to look at in terms of what the increase of, of new uh, medical conditions uh, and the cost of the meds that they're taking, you know, what, what is it actually costing them? Right. I think they need to do a maximum exposure analysis as i like to call it look yeah. at uh, no, what, what could you're be you're absolutely right yeah, and then yep. work with the right professional advisors out there to to help you kind of put put together some strategies because there are some out there so we're up against a timeout and then when we come back i think this is a good stopping point i want to get into uh, how we can budget for health care costs uh, during their retirement age important topic very important topic want to make sure we have enough time to to discuss that so mm-hmm. uh, we're going to take a time out here folks uh, your first one of the day on America's Healthcare Challenge, which this week's show, we are looking at healthcare planning for seniors. Um, the time remaining during open enrollment for seniors is uh, is dwindling. We got a little bit more than a few weeks to go. We'll make sure you get the the dates at, at the bottom of the hour with when you need to know what time or when you need to sign up. But in the meantime. Check out uh, healthreformexplained.com, which is my blog. And uh, I know we're talking about seniors this week, but seniors are also affected by the changes in the election. And I've got my full election analysis and what a new uh, administration might look like for health care. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded Edie Bellis to help your business make sure it doesn't get caught in a bureaucratic trap coming out of Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill working for the Senate Finance Committee when the Affordable Care Act, commonly referred to as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. 
Let Edie Bellis guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing rules and regulations that will affect your organization regardless of size. Our team has been specializing in the Affordable Care Act and consulting since it began. We offer custom consultations, seminars for you and your employees, and can help your company prepare these necessary IRS forms that leave a penalty of $500 for non-compliance. We also offer advice on employee benefits and can help you find the latest technology solutions to help automate your business. For more information, check out edbellisinc.com or give us a call at 402-884-9020. At edbellisinc.com, you can sign up for our exclusive newsletter to stay on top of the latest coming from Obamacare. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click Self-Funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience, event, or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Hey, if this is the first time listening to the show, we have a SoundCloud page with over 600 segments of uh, things like we're talking about today. We're trying to hit everybody, so we're trying to do programs about uh, all of you out there. Regardless of your situation, you're going to be having some difficult health care decisions coming up in the next several years. And so this week we're talking about health care planning for seniors uh, seniors uh, face a lot of health care costs that they don't realize. And I don't think that um, people take the time to really do an analysis and understand how much they might be on the hook for after their retirement. So we're joined with Stuart Sloan, who's president of SIG Consulting. And Stuart has over 40 years of industry experience helping folks with all of these issues. Um, hey, Stuart, how do you budget for health care costs during the retirement age years if you're you're a person out there listening that uh, really has no idea where to start. Well, again, we have to take a look at it. People that are aging into, uh, you know, the age 65 mm-hmm. and older years, and people that are already in that age bracket, uh, and are dealing with some of the costs that we're talking about. So the first thing you have to do is to prepare for premiums. Most people don't pay a premium for Medicare Part A hospital uh, insurance. Uh, they get that if, if they paid into Medicare for at least 10 years. Uh, but uh, look and anticipate deductibles and coinsurance. The Medicare Part B deductible is $166 uh, this year. Uh, budget for what's not covered. Things like dentures and hearing aids and eyeglasses, uh, extensive long-term care in a nursing home or assisted living facility. They won't be covered or reimbursed by Medicare. Then consider supplemental coverage, 
there's Medicare Advantage Medigap plans. Uh, you know, you've got to choose what's right for you, uh, which is a topic of another uh, show that we're going to do uh, shortly. And also avoid penalties. You know, don't forget to sign up for Medicare uh, Part B. Uh, it's an important part of, of your coverage since it provides hospital care. And save for a large amount if you are, are someone who has several chronic uh, issues that you're dealing with, take a lot of meds, uh, under care for, for many related or unrelated uh, situations. You need to be prepared for this. I got to stop you here. I just got a question that, I mean, do people, why, why do people get penalized? What's the thought process behind people getting penalized if they don't sign up right away? Well, the reason why, as I stated before, that people don't sign up for Medicare Part B is they think they're looking to save money because their investments uh, have not really been up to, to uh, where it was uh, before 2007, um, uh, you know, uh, stock market uh, debacle. And so they're looking to save, you know, nickels, dimes, and pennies any which way they can, and they think they're doing that uh, by not paying for Medicare Part B. So every year that you don't pay for Medicare Part B, you're going to pay a 10% penalty. And the number gets higher and higher and higher. Wow. So that's some real dollars for folks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, what about um, higher income earners? Um, are, do the premiums increase for, for higher income earners as well? I know that there's some legislation out there about that. Well, it's uh, it's it's uh, already part of, of the law, and it's been part of the law for, uh, for the last four years. Um, individuals earning uh, between 85000 and 107000 uh, will see their monthly premiums rise from $170 uh, per person per year to $187.50 in 2017. For higher earners, $214,000 to $428,000 for couples, um, that's an increase of $428.60 uh, for, for you know for coverage from uh, Medicare Part B coverage. Wow! All right, so that's um... also the other issue. Let me just throw this in: the Part B deductible next year uh, will be one hundred eighty-three dollars in two thousand seventeen. So, along with everything else we've talked about, Sean, everything is moving upward, and and in the senior years, it's all uh, generated by the uh, earned income that an individual has. Mm. And is it, so could it change on a yearly basis depending on how Yes, much? it will change on a yearly basis. Okay. Okay. So something something to monitor. And by the way, when is the um deadline for open enrollment right now? Deadline for open enrollment was the reason why we structured today's show is December 7th. Okay. So some so folks need to get really get around to making their decisions if they want to make a change here very soon then don't they need to make a change uh if they're opting in if they're opting into the medicare uh age years decide whether a med sup or medicare advantage plan is the right thing for them uh which is the topic of another show we're going to do uh before open enrollment uh you know ceases to help the folks in that in that decision area mm -hmm. but they need to get to it as you stated uh, as you started the show, we're right smack in the middle of open enrollment season right now, Sean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, here before we know. We're already almost to Thanksgiving, and then yep. it's about a week right after that. So 
Uh, that, that's something to uh, consider. You mentioned premiums, uh, but how do seniors deal with their out-of-pocket costs? Uh, where, where are some good places they might be able to go for help and answers on these issues? <clears throat> well, uh, there, there are a number of places, uh, you know, to go uh, in terms of there are medical billing companies that are there, you know, that are out there to help. Uh, more doctors are offering services in, in regional malls uh, than having to go to their offices or go to, uh, you know, to uh, the emergency room in a hospital. And there are a lot of businesses out there that are structured to help seniors, and they're available in every state. And there are state agencies that are there to help uh, seniors as well. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think it's um, something that they that uh, people need to be aware of, that there is help out there. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, are, are these resources available all over? I mean, w- w- are there good websites that they might be able to check out? Um, they're available all over in every state. Um, their their uh, home health agencies, uh, their companies that specialize in helping uh, seniors uh, analyze their bills mm. uh, to make sure that what they're being billed is correct. Uh, there's there's just a bunch of of uh, you know places to go for the seniors uh, to get help. Mm-hmm. And then we've seen. Uh, do you think you're going to see more of these uh, price transparency? type of tools for for folks on Medicare comparing the prices of services? Yeah. Um, The best resource for that is uh, is Medicare.gov because at that site you'll find find, uh, doctors, you'll find hospitals, you'll find uh, pharmacies. Uh, All the, the areas and issues that affect seniors are right there at that site. That's probably the best site uh, that you can find. Okay, yeah, and it's gone under some improvements lately. It's more user friendly than it used to be, so that's mm-hmm. certainly important. Uh, where are the seniors finding their medical services today? Well, they're finding it, uh, you know, at at doctors. They're finding it at at pharmacies. Uh, they're finding it at, at as I say, uh, public health. Uh, um, uh, places online. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are all kinds of places that they can go. There are outpatient uh, clinics, uh, outpatient treatment centers that not only are standalone, but the hospitals have got into that business as well and provided their own outpatient uh, treatment centers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you do you buy into this? Um, I guess I don't know if it's rumors or uh, just talk that uh, doctors might no longer take Medicare patients. No, I really don't buy into that, and and the reason for that is if you look at a Trump administration, one of the one of the areas uh, that have been talked about uh, just prior to the election was moving folks from uh, from the the PPO POS uh, HMO uh, you know mentality uh, into a Medicare allowable scenario instead of the public option. Okay. All right. So you um, you don't think that'll happen then? No. Okay. No, right. I don't see that at all. I I I think you'll see more emphasis on uh, Medicare, what it could do. Maybe a little pressure to move uh, Medicare down to the age fifty five uh, bracketed folks. Uh, but Medicare has been around, uh, you know, for fifty years. 
and and uh, it's it's a system that's working. Yeah. Yep. Since 1965, it was, by the way, passed in bipartisan support. So <laughs> mm-hmm. throw that out there. It's been a while since we've had a a big piece of uh, far-reaching legislation passed um, with bipartisan support. But um, you can see that, it, and it has certainly been changed quite a bit over the years. But right, it um, it seems to be working pretty well. It is expensive, not gonna lie. But um, you know, healthcare is expensive, unfortunately. Um, any other comments uh, before we uh, take a time out here, Stuart? No, that'll do it for us right now. I think that what remains is really important stuff. Yes, it certainly is, and that's why we're going to share it. With you, you're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge, which is, by the way, the first and most listened to radio show on healthcare reform. Not just Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, healthcare reform, because that is something that's been going on for a long time. Did you know that Theodore Roosevelt was the first United States president to attempt healthcare reform? And uh, we've got a new president coming in, and I can guarantee that you're going to see some changes in health care and health care reform probably called trump care by the media uh, which is uh pretty funny uh, but war with Stuart sloan and when we come back hey by the way we appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show if you have any questions for us at any point you're more than welcome to join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or 800-577-1290 when we come back we're going to uh you know, give you more help as a senior citizen planning for these changes. It is your open enrollment period until December 7th, and we're going to look at what kind of medical care help is available when we come back. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomenandatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience event or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. You are 
are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hello, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Sean McGuire here. Been doing the show for about five years or so, and we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to, to listen to us. And this week we're talking about healthcare uh, planning and retirement for seniors. And uh, we're with Stuart Sloan, president of SIG Consulting. But we have a, uh, a wonderful caller on the phone. Betty uh, has some comments and questions for us. Uh, Stuart uh, is on as well. Betty, welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. How's it going today? Pretty good. Thank you. What's on your mind today? Okay. I am 68 years old. I am a very healthy woman, and I, I eat healthy. I drink a lot of water. I take good supplements, and uh, I don't drink alcohol. But I do have something called dry eye syndrome, and uh, it's been coming on now since 2008. I have gone to several eye doctors. They've all given me kind of different answers, and it is now I've gone to a very wonderful doctor, and he he's a cornea specialist. He said, my left cornea is almost gone, and the right one is dotted with lesions. He said, well, which is just dry eye. Okay, dry eye is turning into an epidemic in this country. They prescribe, he prescribed me a medication that I cannot afford. It is five hundred a month. Whoa. And then there is a lesser expensive one which is essentially the same formula, only it takes a couple more months to get into your system. It's around three or four two hundred to three hundred a month. And I all week have been searching and searching for discount plans and they're not much less, 432 a month. Um, what I would like this man, this very nice man today, to talk about is all the, the medications that are the cheapest in this country are generic tier one and two for seniors. When you get into the real important medications, like the life-saving medications, they're not covered, mm -hmm. tier three and four. And so now I'm working with my Part D insurance, and they're going to, they faxed yesterday to my doctor uh, a form. He's going to fax it back. He did agree he would work with them, and they're going to make a decision and send me a letter next week telling me, whether they're going to knock this down to a lower tier, but otherwise I may end up not being able to afford anything, and we may have to go get this other eye medication through Canada, which is substantially lower. Mm. And this is a very bad dilemma for seniors is, the really important medicine we can't afford. Nobody can afford 500 a month. I mean, we're just average people in retirement. My husband's a retired teacher. I'm retired from CenturyLink. 
And, I mean, I had a good job. My husband had an excellent job. He was a teacher with OPS, and he was independent. And I mean, we'd done everything right, and now we're just scared, and we're trying to go through our budget, and what can we eliminate, what can we eliminate, what can we eliminate? And it's 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 really sad, yeah. and that's really all I wanted to say. If you could include this either in a future show, I know yeah, today I your time constraint, but just help us out with this part D. This is what's screwing seniors. Well, Betty, thank <clears throat> you so much for your time and for your courage, and we appreciate you uh, sharing your story with us. Um, Stuart, do you have any thoughts uh, for Betty as as uh, you listen? <clears throat> Yeah, I do. Um, hers is not an unusual story, but again, it's something that I hear quite frequently, and, and there are millions of people that are in her situation. Getting, to, uh, I'm not a physician. I, I've been in the insurance business for 44 years, so let me attempt to attack uh, what she has been through, what she's facing, and offer just you know some uh, a few comments. Some of the uh, the pharmacy companies have a, uh, a a pharmacy assistance program uh, that that perhaps based upon your incomes uh, you may qualify for. What your Part D vendor is doing for you is the right thing, which is trying to get uh, a waiver so that uh, the cost will be dropped a couple of tiers. Uh, we find a lot of folks in her situation that are either a tier four, tier five uh, uh, drugs with the same pricing she's experienced, uh, that's one way to get around it, which is to have your Part D vendor apply for a waiver. The other thing is, uh, and I just attended a, uh, a seminar about two weeks ago, there's something called medical tourism. And uh, both there's their procedures, the potential procedures she's facing, and also uh, drugs that are available, uh, and particularly from, uh, I mentioned to her, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is a trust territory of the United States, so it's considered in-country. might be something she'd look at if her medical condition has gotten to the point where she really needs the surgery uh, that she's potentially contemplating uh, for the for the situation that she's she's dealing with. So those are just... Uh, some things that come to mind uh, based upon, you know, what I know and, and in dealing with clients mm-hmm. similar to her situation. Well, I really hope that um, that uh, letter comes through because uh, it's just a sad that uh, so many folks are, are struggling with these things. And these pharmaceutical costs have just gotten out of control lately, haven't they? It's, it's just really. Well, and the problem is that, uh, again, you're not going to see the pharmacy companies dropping their coverage uh, I mean, their their costs uh, and uh, hepatitis C drugs, uh, very similar in class uh, to what she's having to take, uh, is again very costly in costs. Mm-hmm. You know, anywhere from five hundred to uh, to almost seven hundred and fifty dollars. You know, per uh, you know per incident. So it's it's very expensive. I you know my heart goes out to her because I know there's a large uh, population out there. With with a similar situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what other kind? You've identified some areas where some medical help is available. Do you have any other uh, options or uh, suggestions? Um, 
those are the ones that are obvious to me because I've dealt with them for clients before. Mm-hmm. Um, those would be the main ones, Sean. Okay, okay. All right, um, let's uh, shift gears to um, uh, another topic, which is uh, concierge medicine uh, and Medicare. Maybe a, a way to uh, cover some gaps. Do you think the two work well together? Yes, and I'm living proof of that because I have both Medicare and also concierge care. And basically what's happening uh, in the shift, a lot of um, independent physicians are now joining hospital groups uh, and or they're joining these concierge practice uh, all over the country. Essentially what the, what the primary care physician has done is to join a concierge practice uh, which is nationwide, and the program uh, to their their uh, their clients costs anywhere from 150 to uh, about 175 dollars per month, uh, but it gives you uh, the type of care that that we saw in the good old days. In other words, the doctor spends more time with the patient. They monitor uh, not only their meds but also. Uh, also the medical treatments that they should have. Uh, There's no additional help there for prescription drugs uh, beyond the conversation we just had. But that's where concierge practice works well for, uh, you know, for Medicare, you know, patients working along with Medicare. So would this, to give listeners a visual of this concierge medicine, was it that Dr. Weatherby? Does that sound familiar? Uh, Is that kind of how it is? They go around and... Uh, with the the uh, doctor's bag and and check on people is it no is, no that's that's really not what it is it's it's a medical practice that's decided to limit their practice to about six hundred patients. Okay. Most of these physicians have been in practice for many many years. They have two three four five six thousand patients. So normally under an HMO or a POS scenario, they get to spend no more than fifteen minutes with that patient because that's all they can afford to spend. In a concierge practice, there's more concentrated time with the patient. The patient is seen on a quarterly basis for for a complete checkup with all type of tests that are associated with that. It's a more closer monitoring of the patient than what perhaps they've been accustomed to and whatever they had before this. So do you think more doctors are going to go into concierge medicine? Yes, I do. Okay. So do you think that'll leave a coverage gap for people? Well, again, it it, uh, it it creates a gap in terms of those that can afford this extra service versus those that can't. I guess that would be the answer to that, Sean. And how much was that again? On it ranged, depending upon where you are, uh, it, it ranges anywhere from 150 to $175 a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but you get four visits out of the deal, huh? In, in well, only... it's not only four visits. You, you get four concentrated visits, you're you're basically seeing your physician on a quarterly basis. Uh, A battery of tests uh, is run during that period of time. There's more monitoring uh, than goes on in a normal normal patient-physician relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, more people are going to start doing that if they they have the means to do it, um, especially as they age. Probably so. would make more sense to to look at doing like something like that, especially because mm-hmm. they could maybe catch things like diabetes and 
um, other things before it gets uh, and catch it and catch it earlier. Yeah, that's what I'm and bring it under control. Exactly before it gets out of control and they show up in the emergency room, mm -hmm. um, which is essentially uh, an example of what why our system is so messed up right now. Any other on the on this um, line of you know of conversation? Uh, before we take a time out, uh, Stuart? Yeah, I think in general, you know, the whole tenor of this conversation today, Sean, I think you'll find most seniors, uh, as, as this young lady shared with us, they try to do the right thing. They watch their meds. They go for treatment. They try to monitor their health. And most, the reason why you're seeing uh, greater longevity today in our population, in an aging population, is people are taking better care for you know for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And then also too, I mean, we just have these these new treatments that that are game changing, but they're just quite expensive. So we just got to mm -hmm. figure out we got to figure out a way to uh, I guess walk the line where it works for everybody. I know it's mm -hmm. difficult, but that's why I think we need to be looking at these issues every single year. And one of the reasons why we monitor these things every week on America's Healthcare Challenge. And uh, you can get these segments if, if you want uh, want this segment and others, and we're certainly going to make sure to get this segment out there because it's incredibly important. You can find them on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge is the best uh, place to, to find them. And uh, we're going to start putting them on iTunes as well. So if you've got an, uh, a device, uh, you can start getting those right when they when they come out. And so with Stuart Sloan, and my name is Sean McGuire, and we're uh, taking on um, the uh, challenges in Medicare and uh, those things for seniors. When we come back, uh, we've got a hypothetical question for you. I'm going to the hospital for an elective surgery. Where can I find help with comparing costs for doctors, hospitals, suppliers, and others? We'll give you that answer when we return right after this. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. You've seen the movie Father of the Bride. When it comes to weddings, there's enough to worry about. Consider the Omaha Press Club as the venue for your baby's big day. With memberships as low as $15 per month, rentals are free for members. And we have an executive chef who will design the perfect menu for you. Click OmahaPressClub.com and our event coordinator and wedding planner will contact you for a zero-obligation consultation. That's OmahaPressClub.com. The Omaha Press Club, where you belong. You work hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on, makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. 
You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Trying to do our best to uh, help help make you an informed citizen. Uh, a lot of these challenges in healthcare are affecting all of us, and um, this is real stuff. And that's why we try and bring you uh, the best uh, experts across the country, and including our guest today, Stuart Sloan, president of SIG Consulting. Stuart has over 40 years of insurance industry experience in all sorts of facets within the industry. And this week, we're focusing uh, as part of our ongoing series together healthcare planning for seniors. And the question I brought up last uh, segment as a hypothetical, but something that is real for so many different people. I'm going to the hospital for an elective surgery. Where can I find help with comparing costs for doctors, hospitals, suppliers, and other providers? Stuart, do you have an answer to that question? I think the best site available, particularly for this age segment, is Medicare.gov. What it does is uh, it gives you a list of, of, you know, the hospitals, nursing homes, home health services, dialysis facilities, doctors and other healthcare professionals, health and drug plans, and where to get uh, covered medical items. It is the best that's out there. However, there are other healthcare comparison sites out there, and I think what the listeners should do is to put in the computer healthcare comparison sites. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll find many of them out there, uh, and you just have to, you know, use your judgment in terms of what's the best, what gives you, you know, most coverage for what you're looking to try and, and analyze. But that's the best of what's out there. Do you think there'll be more in the future? I mean, do you think that? Do you think, it, or, or I guess, would one of these emerge to be kind of the gold standard of of places for people to go? Well. That's a very good question. I think when you look at it, uh, everybody is trying to be, you know, the the site of the day. But I think it all starts with uh, Medicare.gov. Mm-hmm. It is the most authoritative. Uh, it covers many, many sub-areas, and you can certainly use that as a takeoff point. And, again, if you plug in uh, healthcare comparison sites, the web will give you a lot of other sites but you'll find several of them are duplicated, you know, from from the, the government site. Well, and I think, too, aren't they grabbing the same data in that uh, a lot of these price yeah, comparison yeah. sites are just grabbing data from Medicare? Yeah, they're, they're grabbing Medicare uh, claims data, which okay. is readily available, uh, you know, as, as public information. Mm-hmm. Well, and one thing I would argue that the Obama administration did that was good to uh, help health care was publishing this data. I know they did that about five years ago, mm-hmm. uh, making this available to the public, and that's kind of yep. what's really spawned this. And if you remember before that, the the famous report of the Dartmouth Atlas showing that um, Medicare costs, which is the same program for everybody, costs uh, twice as much in certain parts of the country, like uh, Miami costs twice as much as Minneapolis, Minnesota, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, we've had some some really good studies over the year. You know, the Rand study certainly was the granddaddy of all of this. And the whole, uh, the whole premise right now is transparency, giving the public access to what costs really are 
you know, coming behind, you know, the closed door to see what all the sub costs are of medical care, so they, so the public can really make, you know, a judgment as to uh, what's right for them. Could you imagine shopping for a car without um, having the price information out there? Just, well, I'm just going to go to this car dealership and get this car from this people. I mean, I, it just it, it, bogg- it boggles my mind that healthcare yeah. there's no option to sh- shop around. But we do health or a car seemed like the best example for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But but we do today, Sean. Yeah. Yep. So this is uh, so it's just a matter of educating the people and knowing that they're aware aware that these things are are, um, out Mm -hmm. there. Um, What about as a senior? um, Other coverages that are available, you hit on concierge medicine. Is telemedicine something that might fit into this category? Uh, it would, but that's not available on an individual basis. That is something that you find on a on a group basis. Uh, but let me answer the question. Um, in addition to med subs, uh, other coverage available are final expense, long term care, hospital indemnity, cancer and critical illness, and also dental plans. Uh, those are some additional uh, entities, obviously that seniors. Uh, should look into and and look to cover for themselves because that's not covered by Medicare. Uh, Retirees transferring into Medicare, they're often surprised to learn that the program does not cover routine dental care. Uh, Overall, 40% of the 65-plus population today has some form of of dental care because they're aware that it's it's not available inside of Medicare. Mm. And there was a, a study last year that the mean expense for Americans over age 65 for their dental care was $870 across the country. Hmm. That's still, you know, when you look at that that type of medical expense, it's still a big number in relation to, you know, other out-of-pocket expenses for that sure. population group. You mentioned a hospitalization plan. You think that could really come in and, and be of value to uh, to some folks? Yes, I do. Because when you look at the out-of-pocket expense, uh, you know, and, and there's a program that we'll devote, I guess, uh, next time or time after to Medicare Advantage, Medicare SUPS. Medicare in general will pay for roughly 80% of charges out there for, for uh, you know, health care expenses. So the question is, what do you do, you know, for the other out-of-pocket expenses that you're going to incur? You have to look for somewhere for that additional help. Yeah. Yep. Well, what else can I use for my out-of-pocket expenses? Um, are, are they deductible, for example? Well, again, uh, some of the folks have come from employer groups where they had health savings accounts, and although after age 65 they can't continue to contribute to it, they have some of those funds that have been built up over the years. That is a, that is a pot of dollars that they can go to for that expense. One other area that I'm seeing a lot, and I've certainly used it with clients, is the ability to buy a type of annuity that will take care of and help uh, out-of-pocket uh, medical expenses. Oh, really? What what kind of annuity is that? It's a it's a it's a structured annuity, and uh, you can put in there uh, as as little as five hundred dollars. Uh, at a maximum of um, of about seventy five hundred dollars over a period of time, mm-hmm. but again, it's earmarked for your out of pocket expenses that Medicare doesn't pay. That's a good strategy, though. 
I think uh, as people are going into, uh, you mentioned HSAs. Is, is there a maximum? I mean, can those, is there a limit that they can grow to, or is it just a limit that they can be that you can contribute? Well, the the limits are are there every year, and and for those people that are still under sixty five but are aging into sixty five, if they have the availability of an HSA, my suggestion is put in the maximum that you can, because uh, you know people that are in the prior years, 55, you know, 55 and above, can put in an additional $1,000 contribution over and above the yearly limits for health savings accounts. Okay. And, and can and you... that's uh, something that they should do. Can you uh, share with the listeners again what those uh, limits are? I, I don't happen to have that, that okay. handy, Sean. Okay. All right. Well, we'll put that on our website. But this, this is something... And do you think HSAs under this new administration will be changed or improved? I think you're going to find it one of uh, one of Trump's uh, hot buttons. Uh, you're going to see a lot more going back to a lot more evidence of consumer-driven health plans, and along with those kind of plans, uh, you always look for a support mechanism, which are either health savings accounts, uh, health reimbursement accounts, or flex spending accounts. So yeah, the answer to the question is you're going to see this uh, with new. Uh, emphasis uh, in the Trump administration. Well, we've covered a lot of ground today, for sure, Stuart. Thanks so much for your time here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Any happy uh, to be here. Any final final uh, comments before we uh, let you go? Yeah, uh, one of the other things that might help is medical tourism, and medical tourism uh, possibly looking into Puerto Rico, which is a favorite destination because it's a U.S territorial region okay great we will uh we'll, we'll cover some more on medical tourism in future episodes of the show Stuart, thanks again we will talk to you soon and to you my loyal listeners i very much appreciate you taking the time to listen to us find us online on soundcloud at the beginning on monday talk to you then bye omaha's stimulating conversation this is news talk 1290 K-O-I-L.